welcome back to the Time Pass Podcast. This is your host, Ashika. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. If you haven't done so already, please like me on Facebook at Time Pass Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Time Pass underscore podcast. And check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you like the YouTube channel. You can find the links to that in the link in bio on my Instagram page or on the website, timepasspodcast.com. Make sure you guys check it out. And for my auditory listeners, whatever streaming platform you're using to listen to the Time Pass podcast, please make sure that you are liked, followed, or subscribed, whether that's Apple Music, iPodcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you are tuning into the show, please let me know that you're tuning in by subscribing, liking, and following. All right, you guys, I have an exciting announcement to make, but I'm going to save it for the end of the episode. (laughs) I'm going to make you tune in. (laughs) I'm going to save the exciting announcement to the end of the episode, so don't miss it. Don't tune out. Make sure you listen all the way to the end of the episode, okay? It's exciting news. I promise you're going to want to hear it. Today, I want to talk about mixed signals. And I kind of hinted about this topic on um, episode one of season two. This is something that I do when I'm dating, when I'm starting to get to know somebody, even after I'm dating them and I know them. I kind of had to think about it. And in the beginning, I thought it was just something that I did like in the beginning of a relationship. Now I find out that like if I'm talking to somebody, it doesn't matter where it doesn't matter whether it's in the beginning or middle or end. I do it all the time. And I I was doing this behavior because I think that I was trying to protect myself and protect my heart by behaving this way. And what ends up happening is I think it sends men a mixed signal about what my intentions are and what I really want. And then in turn, it it wasn't, it was making something else happen. So it's so complicated. I feel like the intricacies of dating somebody, communicating with somebody, it's also complicated. But this, I don't know, okay? Like, I don't think this is toxic. I didn't even realize that it was sending a mixed signal. But once I was alerted to it by not one, but two guys that I have talked to, I kind of took a step back and I was like, I need to figure this out. Is this something that I'm really doing? And should I still be doing this? Should I change my behavior? Like, what is this? So here's the thing. I have a habit when I am dating somebody or talking to somebody, I don't text them like maybe there's a rare occasion where I will send you a text but I don't text I sit back and I wait for them to start a conversation start the engagement and I will engage I will respond to a text I'm not a ghoster I will respond to a text but I will not be the one who initiates the text message And why do I do this? It's a complicated answer, but I feel like I do this because 
It's a self-protection type thing, right? I was in relationships in my past where I felt like I was always putting myself out there. I was always making the effort and my efforts weren't being matched. I ended up getting my heart broken. And I think that kind of stayed with me. And so now I don't do any of the initiating or reaching out because I think in the long run, it makes me feel like, well, I'm not doing, you know, any of that. Like, it makes me feel like, you know, they're the ones who have to do it. I don't know. I really don't know how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like maybe in a way I'm trying to protect myself, make it seem like I don't care as much as that person maybe does. But that's not the real reason why I do it. But maybe subconsciously, it is the reason why I do it. And it's just, I have done this for years now, like years. This isn't something new. I have done it for years. I think the last person I didn't behave like that with, or maybe I even did with him was my ex-husband. Like, I think that I have done this for a really long time. It's just second nature to me. And thinking back on it, I wonder what it, how it makes a man feel. So let me know, guys, if you're out there listening, how does it make you feel? Are you okay with it when a woman never initiates a conversation and relies on you to do it? Or does that make you feel less wanted, like she's not into this as much as you thought she was? Or does it make you feel like she's just not that into you? I don't know. It kind of ties into gender roles a little bit, but I don't think that I do it because I want the man to do it. Or maybe I do. I don't know. I think I do it because it's a self-protection thing for me. Like, I don't want to appear like the weaker one. I think that's what it is. It's like, I don't want to appear like the weaker one. I think at one point in time, I was like head over heels for somebody. And I just went, God, some of the stuff I did, I cringed thinking about. But like, I think in my mind when I went through that, I was like, I'm never going to be that pathetic again. That's the word. It's pathetic. I don't want to appear pathetic. Hmm. I'm discovering this as I'm talking (laughs) about this with you guys. Anyway, what I realized is now this behavior of mine has now carried over onto Instagram. So I was talking to this guy, right? Matched with him on Dill Mill attractive, um, looking, attractive looking. (laughs) And he, um, we started chatting and then he was like, Hey, like, do you have Instagram? And so I gave him my Instagram handle. He immediately followed me. So I followed him back. He liked a couple pictures. So I liked like one (laughs) back or whatever. Um, and he would watch, like, I, I noticed this shit, but like, he would watch all my stories and I would watch his for a while. And then like, I don't know what it was, but like the switch went off in my head and I, I consciously would not watch his stories, even though I knew he was still watching mine. And 
That's a little toxic, I feel. I feel like the reason I do that is because I don't want him to know that I want to know what he's doing or I don't want him to think that I'm like curious about what he's doing. This is, this is interesting. It's interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. And so enter this guy, right? I started realizing that like I stopped watching his stories, even though I was hella curious, I stopped watching his stories and he would still watch mine. And we were just like very casual, just like talking. We hadn't even met, um, just talking. And we, he likes to talk on the phone. And so he would call me and I don't mind talking on the phone with him. He's somebody that can carry a conversation. So he would call and we would be talking. And I remember we kind of got into like a disagreement or an argument where, I don't know, maybe I was showing not care or whatever, like just being crazy. I don't know. And I was just like, yeah, well, you, uh, maybe we were trying to make plans to see each other. I don't know. But I remember like I threw a fit over something and he blew up and he was like, what? Like, I can't believe you're saying that. Like, aren't I the one who's always calling you? Aren't I the one who's always texting you? Like, aren't I the one who's always doing everything? Like, how would, how could you say that to me? <laughs> and I was like, maybe it bothers him. <laughs> I was like, maybe it bothers him that I never like reach out to him. So of course, what did I do? I talked to Ted and Fabs, right? Take it to the, take it to the, the besties. And I told them, I was like, you know, this guy, so-and-so, um, said that he kind of got upset at me and said this stuff to me that he feels like he's always the one who's like putting in all this effort for our interactions to occur. And I mean, he's, he's true. I mean, it's true. And they're like, well, you know, I mean, I, they were kind of wishy-washy about it. And then I told them what I had started doing on Instagram. And I was like, well, like, I don't like watch any of stuff anymore either. I started connecting the dots because I feel like he probably noticed. Like, she used to watch my stuff. She's not watching my stuff. She never reaches out. Like, she's just not that into me, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like he noticed, and that's why he blew up about the... I don't, aren't I the one that's always calling you? Aren't I the one that's always texting you? Aren't I the one blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I told them that and then they were like, uh-uh, why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? Like you're messing with that boy's head. And then I was like, I don't mean to, I don't want to, I don't mean to, like that's not me. It's just what I do. And they were both like, that's a little toxic. And I was like, how is that toxic? That's just me not wanting to like put in a certain amount of effort unless I see like I will match your effort. I have no problem messaging you back, matching your efforts. But like, I guess it's not matching effort if you're never the one to reach out. But like, I'll always respond. <laughs> I'll always respond. So I've, I've been alerted of this behavior of mine. And then it started getting me thinking. And I was like, I wonder if this happened in like, other situations where I was talking to people, like, I know, like, there was this guy that I was talking to last year, and every time we would hang out, when he would leave, he would always be like, text me in the morning, like, text me tomorrow, text me in the morning, and sometimes I would, and sometimes I wouldn't, <laughs> and I feel like maybe 
he also felt that I wasn't that into him. Even though I was, I think I can be very into somebody, but because I'm not showing those behaviors of being into them, maybe they it make, gives the impression that I'm not into them. So in a way, I'm not actually being authentic to what I'm feeling because I'm trying to not show any sort of vulnerability or weakness or that I like them more than they like me. I don't know. It's very interesting to me and it's funny because I um, recently hung out with a friend of mine and he, um, he and I, we have the best conversations. Like we always have the best conversations. It's been a long time since I've seen him and um, we were catching up and we were having drinks and just hanging out and talking and it felt odd to have this conversation with him because he is somebody that I dated and now he's like in my life as a friend and I wanted to get his opinion. I wanted to get a guy's opinion, right? Straight guy. So straight brown boy. So I asked him, I was like, hey, this guy I was talking to said this about me. Like, would that bother you? Like, would that bother you? And he's like, um, yeah, like kind of. And I'm like, what? Like, why? And he's like, well, he's like, I guess I wouldn't really care. He's like, but it can make the guy feel like you know guys want to he, this is what he told me he said guys want to feel wanted too and I was like this is interesting information but he's like like a guy wants to feel wanted too and I was like well it's not that I won't it's like when when a man will reach out to me I'll always message back like I'll do this I'll do that I was like I just don't want to be the one who does it first and I feel like on a friendship level, level like we've known each other for, I want to say almost two years now. So I feel like he knows me pretty well. He was like, I, and I think he hit the nail on the head with this when he said it, but he said, I think you just want a man to behave like a man, right? Back to the gender roles that he said, I think you just want the man to behave like a man. Like you just want them to chase you. Like, to show interest. And I was like, kind of, like, I would be lying if I said that, that that didn't play a part in it, even though I think gender roles are completely unnecessary. I am a little old fashioned like that. Um, and I behave similarly to that. But I think there was some truth into what he said. But then he, he asked, he turned it around on me and he was like, well, why do you do that? And I told him, I was like, well, I'm a firm believer that if something is meant to be in my life, it will find me. And there is nothing that I have to do to receive it. Like if it's meant to be in my life, it will be in my life. And, and there's literally like nothing I have to do to receive that, to make that happen. And he understood. He was like, I get that. He's like, I respect that. I get it. He's like, but just so you know, if you're talking to somebody like once in a while, you may want to text because a guy wants to feel wanted also. 
And I was like, all right, point taken. And I wonder, going back to that quote, I think I, I saw it somewhere on like Pinterest or something or one of my things, uh, tarot or astrology things, but I think that's true. I think that if whatever's meant for you is coming towards you and coming into your life and there's nothing you need to do to make that happen, but once it comes into your life, if you don't respect it or reciprocate or treat it authentically, then it may just leave your life again. So I think subconsciously that quote that I love, I think I was taking it very literally. Like there's nothing I need to do. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to text. I don't need to show effort. I don't need to do this because, hey, if it's meant for me, it's going to be, you know, in my life. Taking it a step further, I feel like I saw, and I'm into astrology. If you're brand new to the Time Pass, Time Pass podcast, I do refer to astrology a lot um, through the different stories and through the seasons and through different episodes. But I am into astrology, so I had um, my kind of chart read or whatever last year from this lady. And it was funny because she actually said to me, she said, you worry a lot about your relationships, but deep down, she's like, I don't think that you were ready for a long-term relationship. She's like, you maybe thought you were, you maybe wanted to be. She was like, but in reality, you weren't ready. So taking it, fast forwarding it to this particular mixed signals situation, I wonder if that is a way that I wasn't ready because I had that. I think it's a mixed signal, but ultimately it's a defense mechanism. It really is. It's my defense mechanism from getting heartbroken or getting my heart hurt, right? It's a defense mechanism. And I think by having this defense mechanism in place, yeah, I probably wasn't ready for a long-term relationship because how would that other person take that? Like, I don't, I don't know how that would go. And, and if that was my person, like that would suck <laughs> to be like, oh, I'm always reaching out to her. She's never reaching out to me. And I get it. I don't think I'm ever going to be that girl that's going to be like always initiating conversations when I care about somebody when I feel somebody's in trouble or hurt and I'm worried about them, I will reach out. I've done it before. I've sent videos. I've sent cute little like uh, video messages and things to people when I, when I care about them and I think that there may be something wrong. Like I definitely want to show that care. But even in that situation, I did those cute little video messages when I thought something was wrong with this person. But besides that, I really don't think I ever maybe once or twice reached out first. I think it was always this person who was reaching out. And so maybe that did make them feel like she's just not that into me. And that's mind boggling to me. It's really mind boggling. It reminds me of that movie, right? Like he's just not that into you in the book. Um, in there, they talk about it. They're like, if a guy wants to call you, he will. And I wonder if you put that shoe on the other foot, if a girl wants to call you, will she? I, I won't. 
but will others? Ladies, what do you guys do? What do you ladies do out there? Do you actually reach out and call men? Do you initiate text messages or are you in my boat? You kind of sit back and wait for them to initiate and then you respond accordingly. Um, I would love to know where you all stand on this. I pride myself on being authentic. I say it at the end of every episode, stay authentic. And these two men, because there was another one who said that I don't uh, reach out or whatever, but um, these two men kind of brought that to my attention and I started thinking and I was like, I don't think that's being my authentic self. I can see how somebody could perceive that as being toxic, even though I don't, I don't mean it to be toxic. I mean it as a defense mechanism. I can see how it could be taken that way. Um, and it was funny. So my guy friend who I was having this conversation with, we have a history and I'm comfortable enough with him that I could bring it up and have a pretty honest conversation with him about it. However, like I thought about it later and I was like, I also never text him. Like I could probably count on like my hand the amount of times that I've texted him. He always reaches out when he wants to hang out, like to organize us to hanging out. Like he's always the one that reaches out and then we make it work. And I'm trying to think how many times I've reached out to him. Maybe once or twice. I can't really remember. It's been a couple years, but I was asking somebody who's very well aware of my pattern and this behavior. And that's how he responded. So it's it's interesting. I um, I'd love to know what you guys think about this. Do you guys think that this is damaging my potential matches? my talking stage do you think this has a a reason to do with why some of my past relationships haven't worked out and do you do this i want to know if you do this do you send mixed signals and unintentionally or intentionally is this something that you do too i'm figuring this out as i talk about it with you guys and it's very new so it's fresh on my mind i would appreciate any insight you guys had that's all I have to say about mixed signals, you guys. Kind of spilled the tea a little bit on myself <laughs> and my toxic behaviors and uh, just sharing these little stories with you guys. Now, before we sign off, I do have an exciting, exciting announcement. This episode will release on Sunday, the 12th of September. The very next day, Monday the 13th, I am doing an Instagram live podcast recording. It's so exciting, you guys. I am going to be on Instagram live. Make sure you are following me on Instagram at timepass underscore podcast. I am going to have my two besties with me. It's the first after show of the season. And guess what the topic is? Mixed signals. We're actually going to rehash this episode they're gonna call me out and give me their opinion on what they think about my mixed signals am i toxic is this toxic behavior is it a defense mechanism is it understandable is it a gender role what is it we are going to be recording the episode live on instagram i would love to have you guys sign on it's going to be at 6 30 p.m 
Pacific Standard Time, Monday, September 13th. Do not miss it. Log on. You can interact with us. I will be monitoring the Instagram account. We'll take Q&A. We'll be interacting. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to have me. You're going to have Tej and Fabs. It's going to be the three of us, the After Show crew. And we are going to be talking about mixed signals and toxicity. Do not miss it. It's going to be so much fun to be interacting with you guys. I can't wait. That's Monday, September 13th, 6.30 p.m., Pacific Standard Time on my Instagram account, at timepass underscore podcast. Please join us. Join us and let's get talking. Let's get interactive. I would love, love to have some interaction from you guys. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. If you haven't done so already, like I just said, follow me on Instagram so you can attend that Instagram live at timepass underscore podcast. Like me on Facebook at Time Pass Podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. You can watch all these videos. All the episodes are available on YouTube. The link to that can be found on my Instagram account in the link in bio or on the website timepasspodcast.com along with all the show notes, show notes, a contact me page, and more information about the show. So please make sure you're doing those things. If you haven't done so already, I will ask you to please take two minutes out of your day and leave me a rating on iPodcast, Spotify. I want a five-star rating, you guys. I want five stars. I want a couple quick sentences about what you think about the show. I'd love a quick review. It would mean so much to me, you guys. Please write me that review. That's all we got. I can't wait to see you guys at Instagram Live. Stay authentic, and I'll see you next.